And in and out, in and out, in and out. <clears throat> yes, we are now live. Good morning. So, if you are coming in, give me a hello. Over the next three to five minutes, I'll be talking about boring goals. Boring goals and what to do about them, how to excite them a bit more. Gut health and whether you'd be interested if I did a free talk on how to improve your gut, uh, fermented foods, the impact of gut on obesity and hunger, um, and also how to ditch the bloating to optimize gut health. If you would like a like me to do a free training on that, just comment with yes below. Um, also, of course, uh, we have our January Kickstart open right now. So if you are interested in that, do comment below with Kickstart or send me a, a message and I'll get you the details on that. So I'm also going to be talking about something um, in terms of should this have been said earlier? So let, let's start off with boring goals and why boring goals are quite a risky thing to set. And, and it can be quite confusing out there because often sometimes we say, don't set too big goals because you might feel overwhelmed. And that's something I would say as well. But at the same time, some of the most exciting goals are also the most helpful for motivation. Because when you achieve something you thought, and you look back and get, you think of everything in your life that you've, you've achieved and you've gone, wow, how do, we, how do we pull that? How do we do that? It's so exciting. So you can set an exciting goal, but it's important that you do this one thing, which most people don't do, which is write it down. Because lots of goals drift because we don't write it down or tell anyone. If you don't tell anyone, do you really have an intention of doing it? Why aren't you telling it? If you really ask the question, why aren't you telling anyone? And also, why aren't you writing it down? so that you see it every day? Is it a reminder of something that you think you should do, but you're, you're not really gonna do? Have you said before, I set these goals, but I didn't achieve them, but you didn't actually write them down and you didn't tell anyone? Because those two things make you accountable. And it's something that we're doing in this month in our Kickstart, not just in our event uh, on the 23rd of January, where we're gonna be breaking down our goals, going for everything as part of the Kickstart uh, in our course event, but also in, in this month's um, in this week's Q&A, which we're gonna be going over in a bit more detail tomorrow, it's come around fast. Um, and how to do this, how to break it down into simple, small steps that you actually start doing today. So, um, that's one thing. I, I would say, do you actually have, deep down, an intention of doing the things that you said you would if you didn't write it down or you didn't tell anyone about it? It's a bit like I always tell people I'm trying to do a one-arm pull-up. It, it actually forces me to go, blimey, I better get on with that, just in case someone asks. So, um, and I also want to talk about something yesterday. I, I sent um, an article. Someone said, oh, you might find this quite interesting. And it was in CNN. CNN uh, have posted uh, about how, and I quote, from studies that have been from 2019, 20, sorry, 2020, 20, 2020 and 2021, and a more recent one, uh, back end of 2021, around COVID and also uh, obesity. So and I'll quote from here, people with obesity are 46%, people with obesity are 46% more at risk of getting COVID-19. Um, according to a study from August, it found that they are also more at risk of getting really sick, facing 113% higher chance of being hospitalized, 74% higher risk of needing to be treated, uh, in intensive care, and perhaps most troubling, this is quote, 48% increased risk of death. And this article got bashed because people said, why has this not been um, communicated? Like, you know, we've got 
a good opportunity to share helpful tips. And at the start of the pandemic, there was, I remember uh, like Boris Johnson talking about his weight loss journey, how without that, he may have struggled more. Um, There was talk about vitamin D, but that seems to have gone a little bit. So it's, it's a good reminder of what we can do in terms of not just weight loss, but also our exercise habits, our eating habits, and the things that we can do today, and, and why it's so important to think about, okay, vitamin D is not just for this, but we know that upper respiratory tract infections, vitamin D has a good effect on that, prior to COVID anyway, just upper respiratory tract infections in general, vitamin D has shown to be beneficial in that. Then you can go into the whole thing about obesity, and, and I started to chat one of the ladies about, you know, it's really hard because if you just say that and someone has a poor relationship with food or, you know, there's gut health, there's the FTO gene that makes people tend to eat more. And this isn't saying that you can't do anything if you're obese, of course, people lose weight. But it's about having a strategy to do that and having that rather than just go lose weight, which can be fine and some people will just do it. But others, it, it almost, if we say things like this, it almost creates a need to make sure that everyone in the world has a step-by-step plan and we should do really but i guess that means more resources and maybe that's why it's not talked about too much but speaking of which about kind of gut health how that impacts it so and you know if we think about the small habits that we can make today and i always say this think about one thing you can do today like and it does it is frustrating that you know they've got a stage just to say oh you know get vaccinated but also Let's think about vitamin D a little bit. Let's think about things we can do today. Walking. You know, getting, getting out, if, if most people go outside, did, did a walk, or a squat count in their house, or even punching, seated exercise, something in a day to boost those endorphins. That's why we do our one-minute workouts. You know, we see firsthand how much better someone can feel, how that impact their hunger, mental health. And it's so powerful, and I really want to kind of share that message more so. But not to mention, there's some really cool research around gut health at the moment. Not at the moment, just there is. We don't know everything. So if anyone says they know everything, um, run. Because it's such an intense area and developing area. And I'm sure in the future you'll be able to go, yeah, you're missing this gut um, bacteria. Your microbiome needs this. We can give you this. And that's why like probiotics, fermented foods are getting big um, coverage. And prebiotics, um, which are more fermented foods. But then you've got the bloating side of it. How do you manage these symptoms? What are the side effects of that? So I am um, thinking about doing a free talk on this, free training on this. So if, if you would be interested in that, just comment of yes below um, and I can get you the details on that. Anyway, that's this morning's chat. Bit of a, a variety of stuff covered from gut health to recent media um, stuff. Anyway, any questions as always? Hey, Helen. Hey, Sandy. Hey, Maggie. Um, hey, Sarah. Hey, Bill. Any questions as always? Just let us know. If you want more information about our January Kickstart, remember we are open now for our January Kickstart. Um, Marlborough devices or all, all from home. Just comment below with Kickstart or send me a, uh, a message on that and I'll get you the details from there. Have an awesome, forget the day, Wednesday. Yesterday, I spent most of the day going, thinking it was Wednesday. I don't know why. Anyway. We're back in the groove now. So I'll see you later. Have an awesome day. Take care.